Okay, please find a comfortable posture. Gently close your eyes. How do you feel right now? Your body, your mind, are you comfortable here? Make sure your posture is comfortable. Maybe you have so many um, worries, things to consider trying to figuring out what happened yesterday, worrying about future. But in this moment, try to be in the present, this moment, right now, right here in this beautiful place. Think to yourself, this is my time. Now take few deep, long breaths and relax your whole body. Please do it few times. Now send your loving thoughts towards yourself. <clears throat> I am well. I am happy. I am peaceful. When you say those three words to yourself, sometimes you don't see love towards yourself. Maybe you are angry with yourself. Maybe you are disappointed in this moment ask yourself why why I am angry, why I am disappointed, what is the cause, what is the root of my anger, my disappointment. Then ask yourself a question, when I am angry with myself, is there any benefit for me? physical benefit or mental benefit? Or is there any harm? When you are angry or disappointed, do you feel joyful? Maybe not, for sure. But there is no benefit for you. What is the purpose? Feel this way.
If there is no benefit to yourself or the world, it's like garbage. <coughs> we have to handle the garbage carefully and lovingly. Let go and repeat to yourself, I am well, I am happy, I am peaceful. What I learned practicing self-love, <clears throat> there are so many benefits for my own life to find peace in my mind, find contentment. Easily I can let things go. <clears throat> then I can accept things as they are then I understand the nature of life which is impermanence. <clears throat> so many good things are happening while we are focusing on self-love. If you truly, deeply understand the concept, I am well, I am happy, I am peaceful. Now send your loving thoughts towards your family. May all of my family members be well, be happy, be peaceful. Think of them individually by names. Some are here in this world, some are not. It doesn't matter, still you can practice loving kindness, even departed one. Why still we have some memories? Those memories are related to disappointment, anger. My parents, grandparents, brothers and sisters, children, husband, wife, ex-wife or husband, May all of them be well, be happy, be peaceful.
We all are brothers and sisters in one large family. Now send your loving thoughts towards whole world. May all living beings be well, be happy, be peaceful. So much pain, so much misery in the world right now. This country and other countries. Now like India, because of COVID, so many people are losing their lives. They are crying for oxygen. We can make some difference creating loving, soothing, healing energy in our mind. We can spread those good thoughts around the globe. May all living beings be well, be happy, be peaceful. Mind power is so amazing effect to the world. Now slowly turn your attention to your subtle sensation of the breath. Every breath you take in, you take out, is taken mindfully. Focus on your natural, ordinary breaths. No need to repress your thoughts, no need to control your thoughts. Controlling your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings is not meditation. If you, if you want, you can do it, but remember, it is temporary. Instead of Controlling them, better to let them be. Understand the nature of them, why they are happening, why they are bothering to me. Certain things you don't like to see. Be a silent observer, observing what is coming, what is going. You are standing tall, looking at them, watching them, smiling to them without making judgment or you can make judgment but without condemning them.
Breath is your anchor. Keep everything together. Be still. Be your observer. Rehearse your mind. Please bring it back, back to the breath, present moment. Now observe your mind, <clears throat> observe your body, your body is relaxed, your mind is calm, tranquil and peaceful. Now bring your palms together close to your heart. Make a wish for yourself. This is the good time, good place for you to start new day, new journey, new birth. Make that determination, I am going to meditate every day two minutes. <clears throat> May peace be with you. May you be well. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. Thank you very much. Please open your eyes. Okay. Ready? Happy to see you all. Today is May 1st, so in the Buddhist cultures we call this month is celebrating of Buddha's life. 
So this month, all special events of Buddha's life happen month of May. His birth, his enlightenment, his passing. All those three events happen in the same month according to the history. According to the history, I don't know. <laughs> okay. So therefore, all the Buddhist countries, uh, Buddhist people celebrating Buddha's life in this month, usually is a very busy month for us um, other years because we are getting ready for the celebration and the parade and all those things happening at the temple this month. So because of the situation right now happening around the world, I, I made the decision even this year not to do those big events. So safety is first. So then I discussed with um, our monastics and we decided um, last 20 years we gave so many Dharma talks, different titles, different guest speakers, but very rarely we talk about Buddha's real life. How about this month let's talk about Buddha's life, Buddha's life story. It is a great, amazing story he has. We know here and there a little bit about his life, but in detail so many people don't know about his life. So, today my job is not talking about his life. Coming few weeks, different guest monks, they are going to talk about Buddha's life coming three weeks and different uh, stage. So today, um, what I'm going to talk about, like an introduction about the Buddha's life. Um, happiness is the, I don't know, happiness is the arising of the Buddha is in the world. That's what I have to talk. I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> That's me, anyway. <laughs> so we'll see what will come. Okay. So. When we think about life, now think about every day, as living, what we are doing, solving problems. Most of us, every day, as living, that's what I do. I don't know what you do, you ask yourself, as living, what I am doing, solving the problems. Problems about myself, my personal life, and problems about my family. Right? My father passed away few, uh, two weeks ago. Now I have, when he was alive, I had the different problems. Now he's gone, I have totally another set of problems now. So every day what I'm doing as a monk, as a human being, as a leader, uh, as a spiritual worker, and always what I'm doing, solving problems, my problems I'm solving, and also looking for the answers for other people's problems. That's my job. What is your job now? What you are doing in the world? You are doing the same thing? Every day? Right? It's very common to all of us. What we are doing, we call living. That means we are looking, searching for the answers all the time. That's what I was thinking. So, now think about we have problems, we are looking for answers, then we have different answers. When we have answers, some answers are very good, solve the problem. Some answers temporarily solve the problems. Some answers never solve the problems. <laughs> you know, so however, we every day, the you know, keep doing this stupid thing again and again and again and again. <laughs> Actually, very sorry to use that word. Without using that word, you don't get it. <laughs> what we are doing is doing the same thing. Every single day, we all human world, we are doing the same thing. So, now when we are looking for, for these answers, then we get into the science. Then we were believing science will solve the problems. Do you think science solve all our problems? What do you think? No. But science gave us tremendous support to do things in our lives. Doctors, all the surgeries and all those things. Then some people think, some people thinking, you know, the solving of problems, if we have more lands in the world, 
our problem is solved. This country is not big enough for us. Then we have to make this country bigger. <laughs> then we, what we do, solving the problem, we go and fight for other countries. Some people do that. Some people think one house is not enough for me, I need two houses. House in Chicago not enough for me, I need a house in Arizona. Then I solve my problem. One car is not enough for me, I have to have two cars. Then I can solve my problem, then you have another ten problems, then you have to manage two cars, pay the two bills. So the solving the problem means another way, what you are doing? Getting more problems into your life. I think that's what I am doing most of the time. So, how do you feel doing it every single day? I am tired. <laughs> I can talk about myself. You know, you decide yourself today, okay? I am tired. So, especially these days, right after my father passed away, I am dealing with my family. So, every hour, every you know, day, evening, morning, they call me. How about this? How about that? What to do with this? What to do with that? Yesterday I talked like almost like one hour with my sister. We had little arguments too. Right? We are not angry, but little word playing <laughs> back and forth. But I don't want it. I don't want to do that. But it is part of my life now. So then that's what we are doing. I think you are doing the same thing. Now, you, many people think when they're looking at me, oh, Bhante doesn't have any problem. He's enlightened. <laughs> That's what many people think. But I'm telling you the truth, honestly, I am not. I am dealing with the same problems what you are dealing in the world. There is no any difference. Okay? So, when Buddha was born into, in, you know, that time in India, we call Prince Siddhartha, Gautama. That's his name. That, Buddha is not his name. Indian culture, the nature of the world, those problems exist that time too. But he was born into very wealthy royal family. So we are thinking when we are wealthy, we have money, no problems. That's what many people think. I have more money, I am fine. But when we have more things, we have more problems. So, then we all know how he used to live. I'm not going to talk about his life, but I want to say a few things. He had a very comfortable, fancy life. Now his father built three palaces for him, for different seasons. If he has winter, he go to the next palace. Then he's heated. So then now what we are doing here is called here, then we go to Arizona. We have different places here in this country to go. What they did, he didn't go to the different places. What father did, king father, he built the three palaces for him to live. Then he had a really good life, happy, you know, joyful life. I call his life was very luxurious experience for him. Every night he has a party at the palace, drinking parties. Way I can say it like in Western words, he live he used to live like a playboy. <laughs> All the girls and you know party night every night. So, you know, when monks talking about his life, they will tell you more about it. So, then father was thinking, if he has all those things, his life is fun and joyful and entertaining, he will run the kingdom and become a king in the later in his days, and he will do a good job. That's what father was thinking, solve the problems. But it didn't work that way. As by, what happened? One day, the way I see it, he sneak out from the palace. 
These days I am thinking all the stories I know about the Buddha's life and what happened during that during his time. Lots of sad stories there about Buddhist nuns, about the Buddhist monks, how they come to the order, what is the purpose. There's a lots of sad, difficult stories. Now these days, I try to cut those things to watch because I want to update every day what is happening in the world because I'm in the world. I was watching what is happening right now in India. So many people in India, so many. So now I saw a mother holding a baby, running in the street, going to place to place and the hospital to hospital, holding the baby, asking oxygen for the baby. Then other story I saw in front of the hospital, mother holding the baby in front of the doors of the hospital, baby's dying. Those are few stories. Maybe if you watch it, it is really sad. It's really sad. I become very emotional. Finally, I was thinking, these things happened during the Buddha's lifetime too, those stories. Now I totally, 100% believing those stories. Sometimes I couldn't believe those stories. Now I do. Why? Right now, that is what is happening in India. So, after Prince Siddhartha, sneak out from the palace. He go to the real Indian society. The palace is a totally different story. What he saw? Problems. What are the biggest problems we have? What are the biggest problems we have? Hmm? What are the biggest problems we have? We get sick. Is it a problem? When you get sick, you feel, I have a problem. <laughs> Huh? Yes. Do you like it? No. It is a biggest one of the biggest problem. Getting old? Yes. For me, yes. <laughs> when I have pain and ache, oh, I don't like it. Last night I was sleeping. You know, I was walking. La you know, la yesterday evening, like seven, eight miles. You know, last night while I while I was sleeping, I felt like a back. It's not really good. I don't like it. Why? It's so painful. I don't like, you know, it's really affecting to my sleep. Now, body is getting old, deteriorating. It is a problem. Then sick, getting old. Then one day we are getting ready to die. Is it fun? When you are seeing other people are dying, is it fun for you? No, it is so painful. Those are the biggest problems we have. Because of those things, all other problems exist. <laughs> now, if we have a problem, what we are doing now? Looking for the answers. Now, Siddhartha, who left the palace, experienced all those human problems in the world, he was questioning how smart he, he was. He was questioning. Now, modernly, what we are doing, when we see those things, Still people are looking for the answers to live forever. Still we are looking for answers, no wrinkles in our body. In the science, we put all the different lotion and cream and trying to put, you know, avoid that. But more we try, more problems we get. But I am not asking you not to do that. If you want to do it, please do it. You know, think about many people, they color their hair. I don't have that problem, I think. And so, and so color their, you know, hair. When I was in Sri Lanka one time, my mother has a, still she's 78 years old, she has a very long hair to her knee. She's so attached to it. But all gray. Right? All gray. Like an angel. When she has a long hair after shower, I can see she's walking like an angel. And then one day I said to my mom as a joke, Mom, how about let's color your hair? Then she asked me, are you a Buddhist monk or not? <laughs> I know I made the joke, but I want to see her reaction. 
Then I said, yes, I am right. <laughs> and then she said, if you are a Buddhist monk, you have to know this. The hair get gray. There is no solution for that permanent. She doesn't want to do it. Still, she has long hair, all gray. She likes it. She's totally fine there. So if why we are doing it, we think if we have gray hair, it is not look good. We have some idea in our head. So then you are coloring it. If you are doing it, please keep doing it. I'm not asking you to stop. You feel embarrassed what we are doing. But at the same time, please understand it is not the permanent solution. It is not the permanent solution for the problems. But keep doing it. That's what I'm... Maybe before, maybe 10 years ago, I will say, what are you doing? Are you crazy? That's what I say. But I don't say it anymore because I have different perspective about it. People can do those things, but we have to have awareness of what is exactly happening in our lives. So, Siddhartha, he saw those things too. All the human problems, getting sick, getting old and dying. Then he was thinking, this is the problem. If this is the problem, there should be an answer. Problem never exists without an answer. So, then he was thinking, what is the answer? Then he was thinking, I am going to find the answer for these big problems. That is the purpose he left the palace. So, when you have those, now think about when you have those problems, little problems come to your mind, how many people Google meditation? How many people Google Buddhist teaching? You know, I can see, you know, even we are wearing a mask, I can see you are smiling. I know we all did it. How many people looking for the, you know, the Googling, then you found the Blue Lotus Temple? Why did you come to the Blue Lotus Temple? Just doing a dance or party? That is the purpose you come to the Blue Lotus Temple? No. You know you have a problem. You know you have some mental problem. You know because of your physical problem is affecting your mentalities and so then you need some answers. Then people come to me and say, I have lots of pain, how I am going to manage it? I have this crazy mind, how I am going to manage it? Why you come to the temple looking for answers? What exactly Prince Siddhartha did? So then he left the palace. So after he left the palace, that time in India, what people are believing for the salvation, giving self-denial, giving hard time to this physical body, then we can, we call the tapa. Tapa means giving the heat to this body. And what is the word? Uh, pain to this body. Then I can eliminate my pain, you know, my suffering. That's what Indian culture, that time people were believing. They didn't eat right. They didn't drink enough water, giving so much pain to this body. Intention is eliminate pain, eliminate suffering. Buddha did six, you know, Siddhartha did six years. Almost dying. Almost dying. Last minute, he realized it is too extreme. Then he gave up that extreme. Then he was thinking, when I was in the palace, I was in a one extreme. I express. Being in the palace, being like a playboy, what he did? He expressed. When you're having uh, all those things, what people are doing? Expressing. I can see this culture too. Always expressing. Then he realized, that's another extreme. Now being in the forest and giving all the hard stuff to the body, what I'm doing? Hmm? Suppressing. That's another extreme. So this, if you are in an extreme, life is painful, of course. Therefore, I had to find the middle ground. I call the holy ground. If I can find the middle path, then I can do something. Then, however, the way he was thinking, way he was doing things, he was attained in the enlightenment we call the Supreme Buddha. 
is we call his enlightenment not just enlightenment we call his enlightenment supreme enlightenment okay now you have some ideas now think about you know tell me i don't know all the right information to become a doctor how many years you have to study usually tell me if you know seven right go to the college for years then after that residency and all those things six seven years has to study to become a doctor it's a big deal right become a nurse Two, two, four years. Become a massage therapist, maybe two years. Become a yoga teacher. Hmm? Yeah, some hours, right? That means different profession. We have to spend some time for training. For training. So, sometime after you graduated from the college, even you know the, all the theories and things, you are people are not hiring you to work they before they hire they check how many experiences you have because otherwise doctors will kill the people <laughs> <laughs> so then they are sending more training programs then not just one time training program annually they are doing the training programs right so, you know some people has to go annual training programs why in that job they have to be really good otherwise people are in trouble so when you know if i ask you now i am asking alison my friend alison from las vegas is she's here so to surprise me thank you and i am asking alison please go out from this door please find the rock little rock and it to me can you do that yes you can is it easy is easy then i'm asking somebody else i'm asking you please go outside please bring me a diamond <laughs> you know in not in a few days right now please go outside pick me a diamond from outside from the garden bring it to me can you do that no why there is no diamonds in the garden but little rocks always you can find very easy everywhere maybe you can bring a whole truck load of rocks because in front of temple anyway <laughs> right so but if i ask somebody to bring a diamond nobody can bring a diamond why is that why you cannot find the diamond rare Yeah, the way diamonds happening in the earth take time, millions of years sometimes, and also find a diamond. We had to dig into the earth, losing their life, killing each other. That's how people are finding diamond, right? You have seen all the documentaries how people are dying. We are wearing oh, it's so fancy, so beautiful. So many people lost their lives because of the diamonds. so that means finding diamond or gems are very difficult to find very rare now we are talking about the buddha this guy so we have a news we heard almost 3000 years ago there was a buddha north east india that part of india prince siddhartha the man who became a buddha almost 3000 years ago i never seen him you never seen him we have a news on that news on that journey we are here right now sitting in front of this big statue now think about 3000 years ago there was a man called the buddha but in between that 3000 years there was no buddhas but some people claim i am a buddha but i don't believe it why finding the buddha is so rare is a rare thing now as i said become a doctor seven years he has to go to the school and do the training become a nurse 
some years. Now, to become a Buddha, how many years? Become a Buddha, okay? Not become an enlightened human being. Become a Buddha. Do you know how many years he, did he went to school? Huh? No. <laughs> Lifetime, no. Eons, what is right? Because that's the word, right? Eons. You know, if you heard the word eons, one. The way I saw it, eons means one billion years. So that means so many events to the school. Now I am using this modern word to become a Buddha. Are you ready to do that? So one lifetime, according to his previous life, he say one lifetime he can attain to the enlightenment. That means he can do his own salvation attaining to the enlightenment. He had that opportunity, one lifetime. About his life, you can see those things. But that moment he was thinking, if I do it, I am doing it just for me. But there are so many people in the world, they are in pain and suffering. They don't have help. If I become a Buddha, supreme enlightened one, I can help thousands of millions of people in the world. So therefore, he get into that sansaric journey, dying and life and death again, and go billions of years in that training and pain and suffering he did. Finally, he attained the enlightenment. So therefore, I am always telling people, don't pray to the Buddha. That's not the purpose of the Buddha's life. Why you are praying? Many Buddhist people do that too. Because they don't know the value, the purpose, the training. He's asking, please Buddha give me $10,000. I'm praying to you. Please Buddha give me the health. Buddha never do those things. So you are asking something temporary from the Buddha. He cannot do this. Now every morning I will come here and light the candle and pray to the Buddha. Buddha, I am traveling to Sri Lanka. I don't want to get COVID. Please protect me. Buddha cannot do that. I know that. <laughs> Therefore, I don't ask him those things. So then I will ask Buddha, please, you know, I pray to you, give me good health. Buddha cannot do that. That is not the purpose of the Buddha. The purpose of the Buddha, those biggest problems we have in our life, he was looking for those answers, for those big problems in the world. That's why that is the purpose he became a Buddha. Do you think this is a simple job? It is not a simple job. That's why we don't have many Buddhas. Why? In human history, one human being, very difficult to make that commitment. Now I am asking you this. After this meditation, I want to clean the temple. I am asking you all, don't go. Don't go after meditation. All day, I don't give you any food. You all have to clean the whole temple. I'm asking you, can you do that? No. I know you cannot do that. It is so stupid thing to ask even. I don't want to ask. You know, if I ask, you don't want to do it. So, you cannot, then you can say, oh my God, I had to do the babysitting, I had to go. Oh, my husband is sick, I had to go and take care, taking care of him. I have this problem, I had to go. But you made this one hour to come to the temple and do things. That's great. Now that means we are so engaged. We are so attached to things. You are so attached to people. You are so attached to all the material things. Now think about the day Prince Siddhartha leave his palace. The day the baby was born. The son. People can say, he's a terrible father. Now think about the day Siddhartha left, the day the baby was born, Prince Rahula. Then according to the American culture, he's a terrible father. 
if some father leave the child the day he was born and no i am not i am not responsible he are definitely going to sue that father that's your culture but you know the beautiful wife princess he left as a father he is telling late of the years that day when i am leaving i want to hug and kiss my baby but he was thinking if i do that she will wake up princess will wake up i cannot leave then he control his emotions he left those feeling in front of the door and he left the wife palace son and everybody that moment he made the great wish nobody can do it in their lives i am leaving my son today my newborn today just born my son i am leaving my beautiful wife princess i am leaving her i am leaving my dear beautiful son just born today i am leaving because of the all the sons in the world who can do that that kind of sacrifice i am leaving my my son today but i am leaving for the all the sons in the world i am leaving my wife today but i am leaving for all the wives in the world i am leaving my parents today but i am leaving all the i am leaving for the all the parents we call that leaving great renunciation we call the great renunciation i think he is the only person human history left his material physical world name of the world now we are talking about him think about the impact of that buddha mind now we are talking about him today in this place after 3000 years of the, his death now think about right now how many millions of people in the world name of him finding peace that is the power of the becoming a buddha maybe another millions of you know maybe another 2000 3000 years this teaching this power still continue in this world according to the historical evidence it says another 2500 years this power buddha power still continue in this world another 2500 so according to historical historical evidence the buddha said 5000 years my teaching will exist in the world now half is done we are believing another 2500 years this teaching will continue for the benefit for the world so that means you are lucky we call the dharma wheel we call the dharma wheel now imagine a wheel what is the purpose of the wheel spin into the enlightenment what he did he spin the dharma wheel now is spinning now still in this moment at the blue lotus temple this dharma wheel is spinning how beautiful it is that's why i'm talking to you why inside me dharma wheel is a spinning inside you that wheel is spinning that's why you are here somewhere people who practice meditation in the world name of him that dharma wheel is spinning now this dharma wheel is keep spinning and the moment he roll it like a spin it it was very fast now 3000 years later what is happening now when somebody spin the wheel that moment is very fast why is the beginning now 3000 years later is become very slow now is getting slow down now but still spinning now keep going keep going another 2500 years then finally what happened spinning and doing like this in one place then flat <laughs> dharma wheel is flat now is not spinning anymore then what will happen now people don't have that good attitudes good focus that means all the dust all the leaves debris and everything falling into that's how i see it falling into that wheel it will covered but dharma disappeared 
people are like acting like beast no energy, no energy no good vibration no concentration no meditation that is a kind of end of the world so then that whole dharma is covered with the truth is hidden now okay now then one day another buddha will come to the world another man making that commitment and sacrifice come to the world he is not finding something new what he is doing the whatever hidden that dharma will he clean it then he see the beauty of that he had that realization he start to spin it again then what buddha said i didn't find something new i show the people whatever exist that's what buddha said so buddha said i didn't you know the find something new all other buddhas who discover something it was hidden every buddha who come to the world they find that dharma wheel they will spin for the benefit for the world now think about if one human being can change their mind for good but thousands of millions of people in the world get benefits so the buddha will come to the world when enlightenment is not exist in this world that is the time buddha will come to the world people can be enlightened so who can be enlightened after buddha become a buddha then other people can enlighten otherwise no enlightenment is there why somebody has to uh, discover <coughs> somebody has to discover it that's why we call his buddhahood his enlightenment we call the samma sambuddha complete enlightenment it doesn't mean others are not complete because he has special powers special skills special energies why his training is bigger than my training now we have md's doctors some doctors they are md but they have special areas they study more to go to those special areas now becoming a buddha means he has to do more schooling <laughs> therefore are you ready to become a buddha now can you make that commitment i am not asking you to make that commitment but i am asking you today name of the buddha he did the hard work he did the hard work but still beauty of this path beauty of this teaching dharma exist dharma exist this morning one of my brother monks um you know called me and he was asking how are you doing you know my father passed away you know i said i am right now i am really good so the all the, because i am very senior among our monks community and always they are calling me looking for advices and consultation and all those things they are calling so then they always call here they believe the blue lotus is going really well you know i am doing really well here that's what they think uh, yes i am <laughs> and so they need that consultation asking then one question he asked this morning you are going to run this temple every day and forever i said no i said no i am going to die <laughs> i said i am going to die too then he asked me are you ready to let it go i said already i did many years ago then he said no still you are running it running it and letting go is to- totally do two different things it makes sense to you running running the blue lotus and letting go the blue lotus is a two, totally do two different things the, the day i let it go this place the day i open to the public like 7 8 years ago right bikuni we opened the temple to public this building i think 10 years ago so we opened this place this building to the public like 10 years ago that is the day i let it go but still i run this place why i feel my contentment my letting go taking care of myself name of that enlightenment of the buddha that is what important to me that is what important to me 
So, then he was laughing at me. Then he said, is something bad happened? Are you okay with that for this building or this community? I said, I'm fine. Then I made the example. I said, tomorrow morning, all our three monks, all our monastic come to me and tell me, Bhante, we are tired to be with you and running the Blue Lotus Temple. Tomorrow morning we are leaving this place. We are done. We are done at the temple. We are done the Blue Lotus Temple. But we all three are leaving this temple. And also we talk to the Buddha about it. I'm just making the story. We talk to the Buddha about it. Buddha also coming with us. You know, Buddha also coming with us. He also living with us. That means there's no Buddha anymore. Then I said to my brother monk this morning, even that will happen, I am fine. So that means, name of the Buddha, I made my decision how I am going to live my life. You can see what is the purpose of the birth of the Buddha? Not forever pain and suffering emotionally and going crazy day and night always worrying about things and the people and the situation. That is not my practice. So therefore I am asking you, looking at the Buddha's life, the purpose of the Buddha's life, it is not the simple action. It is not a simple action become a Buddha. Therefore don't lose this opportunity. Don't lose this opportunity. After 2,500, almost 3,000 years later, still these beautiful teachings exist in this world. So therefore, work hard, find enlightenment, find joy, find balance, enjoy your life. So that is the happiness of, happen, happiness of the birth of the Buddha. Any question, any thoughts? Now, next week, you will hear lots of historical stuff. Prepare for that. So, I prepare your ground to understand the nature of the Buddha. Any question? Any thoughts to share? How do you feel? Are you enlightened? <laughs> How do you feel about it? Any question? Any thoughts? Actually, no. Yeah, so the Buddha is not just one person. It's a whole concept is there. So before this Buddha, there was another few Buddhas. Then we are talking about the 28 Buddha. This Buddha got the confirmation, another 24 Buddhas before. So each Buddha, you know, according to historical evidence, so they have to get the confirmation from the previous Buddha. So this Buddha got the confirmation about previous Buddha. So it's like a chain. So that means all the human beings, maybe you are the next Buddha. We don't know. So you are in the process. Maybe I am the one, maybe you are the one. So that means being all human beings, we have that powerful possibility to become a Buddha, because I have so many things come to my mind to say, but there's no time. So, somebody who's listening right now in front of me, maybe many billions of years later, you are the one of the Buddhas, because of the sitting you are doing here today, this moment. This hour sitting will help you to become a Buddha one day. That means that energy exists in this universe. That's how I say in my words. Okay, that's a good question. Anything else? Okay, so that what I'm asking, please don't lose this opportunity coming few weeks and whole month. We are talking about the Buddha's life. It's a beautiful story though. Lot of things. I very um uh, monks who are doing it, they are very academic background, they have a lot of information. They will share you the story and please come and listen to it. Then you have very good understanding about his uh, life. I think it's very powerful. That's why I made the decision to talk about his life. Okay, Tessa, you are here? Okay. You have any announcements to make?
Contessa, I'm the manager here at the temple. Um, just wanted to let everybody know we have an exciting table over here that we set up with some lovely sale items. Everything's five dollars under. Beat me, I already love that. Little sale. <laughs> <laughs> Mother's Day sales. <laughs> To bless. Yeah, so that's, it's a wonderful way to round out your evening. And then again, every Saturday from here on out, we're going to have a guest speaker from all over the world and the country talking about the life of the Buddha to honor him this month. Um, and I think this will be your last Dhamma talk for a while. Yes, then I'm leaving to Europe. <laughs> Yes, I'm off. Then I'm going to stay three months with my mother. Um, so then I will come back end of August. Then I have a few other big events to do here and there. Okay. So, so until I come back, take care of yourself. Please come to the temple and listen to the Dharma and run the temple. Dharma will run it. <laughs> okay, so thank you so much. Please stand up.